<laughs> okay, that's a new one. I, I like mean, that one. I mean, it's true. I mean, I'm, I'm well. You know what? I'm assuming. Maybe, all right. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with bold assumptions. Uh, you know what assumptions do? Uh, <laughs> Speaking about assumptions, um, I'm Chris. This is Fancy Plants Podcast. This is episode 29. Welcome to today's episode here with sue hello and amanda oh hi hi how are you ladies doing good excellent the end is in sight yay hopefully we finish seating this week <laughs> can you guys believe we've only had one minus 40 spell this winter Shh. it felt like it was forever long though i you know what i don't leave my house anymore thanks to covid so i don't really need to so I don't even notice, except for the humidity in my house dropped like to 20%. And I was worried because I was like, oh, no, my plants are going to be mad at me. But then it went back up to 40 after. I up. was trudging around outside in my big insulated bibs with a rubber mallet that I used to wail on the greenhouse doors to get rid of the ice so that I can open them. So I'm standing outside in minus 40. It was like minus 53 with the windshield. Uh, wailing on a greenhouse door so that I can then step from minus 40 and like 6% humidity to plus 24 and 85% humidity. I hope that Stephen King is listening because I feel like that would be a really amazing character in one of his novels. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm going to die of pneumonia one year. Like that's, that's just... <laughs> Well, no, he'll put some sort of, you know fantastical horror spin on it it'll be fantastic yeah, yeah. i think yeah. you'd be the instead of antagonist rubber, instead of rubber mallet it turns into like a pickaxe or something yeah I an icicle the the rubber mallet's the way to go though like yeah i've got them named i have two different ones so <laughs> it's perfect it's perfect yeah. i've got greta and ethel mr king if you are listening do we have a character idea for you <laughs> oh my gosh and it could be at like a greenhouse in minus 50 weather it was so cold so cold yeah i uh feel like i would like that to happen yeah, yeah my truck wouldn't start and we found out it's because we have block heaters in our engines to help keep the oil warm so we plug in our vehicles and the heater heats up and keeps our oil warm and the plugging in does not charge a battery no it does not <laughs> it just keeps shit warm <laughs> but people that aren't from canada do question that and um, anyway, inside my truck where the block heater is, the cord wasn't attached to the block heater itself. So I was basically just plugging my truck into nothing for ever. Well, for three years. And that's why it wouldn't start when it's minus gazillion out because it wasn't on the inside. It was disconnected. And, you know, that person had one job. One job. <laughs> <laughs> one job. Because they don't come from the factory like that. They get put in. They get uh, put in at the dealership. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're kind of lucky you didn't electrocute yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I plug it in and then we were mad because we're like, new truck and it's not starting when it's minus 40. Like, who sells this kind of vehicles up here? And we were kind of cussing, but we found out the problem. And so now that's fixed. And then I park in a garage now. So that's also fixed. <laughs> oh, it's mandatory at our house. Oh, man. Yeah. It is the yeah. nicest thing having a vehicle that fits in the garage and I don't have to wipe it off. 
Sure. Yeah. Rub it in both of you. Yeah. Hey, I mean, we ever since we had garages and ever since, regardless of my living situation, if there was a garage, I was parking it in the winter. Like there's no that is a non-negotiable. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. See, our other house, I had a garage, but I couldn't park in it because my truck was too big. Um, they yeah. made it. They called it a two-car garage, but you'd have to have a pretty small cars to park two in there. Fair enough. I think we can fit a truck in our garage. It's pretty big. I'm pretty sure we yeah, can. Yeah, I think you guys I think could, yours yeah. is deeper than ours was, yeah. 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 yeah, I could park, but then I'd have to like get out and walk around before I close the garage door and make sure that I was like... Right, right in. Tight. Yeah. But now I can like pull in and I'm safe and I can walk walk all the way around my vehicle and my we friends, could park two in there. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. My friends who live in Kelowna have like a townhouse and their garages are, it says two car garage, but, but it's like the size of this room. Oh yeah. It's like so tiny. That's like, my brother. Yeah. He lives in a duplex and his garage is like as big as this room. Some friends of mine in Edmonton, uh, when you walked into their garage, I was like, what's with the tennis ball on the string? Oh yeah. I had one of those. Um, he's they're like you pull up until it touches the windshield and it was like witchcraft I'm like oh I am an excellent backer in her I I'm not gonna lie there, <laughs> if there is something that I can brag about I can back a vehicle up and put it just about anywhere nice, nice. yeah nice so that's my that's my superpower I guess excellent yeah yeah <laughs> I can now too because I got the bee beeps and a camera <laughs> but without those I don't know if I trust myself I don't the only thing I use usually well alone and backing into the garage because I know there's nothing there is just my um side mirror that's it yeah and it's like I just always feel really good about myself I'm like yeah did it again fist bump yeah hey you can come work for me you can back mini trucks down uh greenhouses it'll be good I could totally back mini trucks up down greenhouses they're they're right hand drive standard wait what they're right hand drive so it's on the opposite side you'd have to shift with the other oh yeah okay i actually do want to come and drive those because when i go back to england i want to drive yeah oh yeah yeah no there's <gasps> their right hand drive standard they're like the you know fresh out of you know asia little mini trucks dude that so i want to try that so bad am i allowed to come and try that yeah, are they well, standard oh yeah they're standard oh sweet yeah oh yeah no you can uh i'll i'll be working weekends here as soon as the weather gets a little nicer, so you'll be able to come in on a Sunday and oh, yeah. rip around in a mini truck. <laughs> yeah, you just made my whole day. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like if I was to be driving on the opposite side, like we sit on the left side of our vehicles, if I was to go on the right side to drive, I might get confused between my lefts and my rights. Totally. I, I will be honest. I have a hard time figuring out which one's the cast and which one's the brake. <laughs> so are they switched too? No, no, they're the no, same, they're the but same. you're just on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's too much be. space on the other side of me. I'm like, this doesn't feel like, oh my, which one do I? Okay. Yeah. And actually Amanda's a good one because I drove in with her. Um, I picked her up because she's on my way now. So I picked her up and she's really good because she's like, you're going to turn your way. You're going to turn my way, which I appreciated because I hate when people go, you're going to turn northwest, south, east, because... I get mixed around in my locations. Like when I'm at home or when I'm at certain places, I know my Northwest and South and East, but I don't necessarily know when I'm driving, what way I'm going. So it was really nice. And sometimes people go like, turn right. And then you go to turn right, but they're like, not that right. Like my left, like right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what? And then you're like, what? But yeah, I, I appreciated her. Like, you're going to go, you're going to turn my way. You're going to turn your way. And I like to give people warning too. I'm like, so eventually... Yeah. We're going to come around the corner. You're going to see a big stone sign and we're going to turn your way at it. 
Yeah, I liked it. I appreciated it. It was very easy, very easy directions to follow when I was going away. I didn't know. When I lived in Edmonton with my roommate, I was a navigator, but we didn't have phones. We had paper maps. Oh my God. Remember folding those things? Can I call you Goose? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Excellent. All right, cool. (laughs) Um, And then, I mean, even just speaking on driving on the wrong, well, I'm going to say the opposite side, not the wrong side, because obviously (laughs) that's not right. But um, when I went to England with my girlfriends, there was five of us all together and we did rent a car and we drove from London to Liverpool over four days, which was amazing. Um, But she was driving and it was terrifying (laughs) 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 because I feel like it would be easy to just kind of, if you're not paying attention all the time, I feel like it would be really easy to just kind of slip back and be like, oh, I'm on the wrong side of the road or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're right, Sue, like turning left and right is the opposite. Mm -hmm. So when we're so used to watching when we're turning left, instead, it's you watch when you turn right. And yeah, Yeah. I want to try it. My my best friend lives in Brisbane, Australia. And I usually between my husband and I, we have. okay, so we have a problem and it's called vehicles. Uh, (laughs) We have far too many of them. So whenever she comes back to visit, I'm always like, I have a car for you. Here you go. Because it's a it's an expensive flight. It's ridiculous. And that and she's usually here for three weeks. I'm like, you're not renting a car for three weeks. She's like, you know that I'm going to drive down the wrong side of the road at least once. I'm like, I am well aware I have insurance. (laughs) Like, it's okay. Yeah, I think I think it'd be a little confusing and it takes some getting used to for sure. It would be very scary, especially when you travel to a country. If there are roads you haven't been on and you're not familiar with, I think it'd be really, really scary. And some of the lines on the roads are different, too. So like the crosswalks in these little cute little English hamlets, they have like kind of these broken zigzag lines. Yeah. And I didn't realize it until way into the trip. that That's what a what a uh, site, what a crosswalk meant. They actually started painting them that way because they're um, something that is uh, more noticeable to people. Totally noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was super cool. It was a really cool adventure. And I realized that has nothing to do with plants, but it was awesome. Yeah, I'm kind of, you came back from that with a tattoo. Yeah, I did. That was awesome. That's awesome. I'm excellent at spontaneous tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) I love spontaneousness. Cool. We're all checked in. Everyone's doing really well. Uh, I too am busy at work, but it's been great. We are building like this 12 week content digital marketing course. So. Yeah, it's been wild. Uh, that is cool. Yeah, that's exciting. You're really excited about that too. Yeah, I'm learning a lot of things that I wanted to learn, and this is the motivator to learn it. So yeah, I'm really I'm pumped about it. Nice, that's good. Lots of work, but it's gonna be uh, worth it in the end for sure. I that is my motto right now. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be worth it in the end, right? right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know what? It's not like we can like normally at this time of year, or even just a little bit previous, we would have been in Mexico, and we can't go this year, so it might as well work. Yeah, all yeah. right. This time of year, that's all I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm i like, uh, I work two days a week. And so, but work is weird for me too. Please, please know that. Even though I work two days a week, part of it is because it is so different because everything's changed and I still go into work and I still work with people in the public. So it is a little bit, it's odd. It's so, so odd. I'm getting used to it, getting better. Um, I spend more of my days at home trying to organize and everything. I'm actually trying to figure out what to do with Kevin because he's 30 feet long. He's uh, 
satin pothos, I call them, but a skindapsis. And um, I don't know how to, where to put them. I don't have, I don't have the cupboards. Like at my other house, I had big cupboards and spaces above the cupboards. And now I only have like maybe six inches above the cupboard. So nothing can fit up there. Um, I don't know where to put him. I don't know what to do with him. And I have him kind of draped across stuff so that his leaves aren't on the floor, his vines. I don't know if I'm going to trellis him, if I'm going to like people are, I put him on our Facebook page, local one, and was like, what do I do? And a lot of people said like to pin him up on the walls and the roof, but I don't know if I want to do that because I do want to paint that room because it's this weird, like you, in certain lights, it's red, sometimes it's purple and sometimes it's brown. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a little bit of a different color and it's not really a me color. It's dark. It's very dark. Yeah. I'm going to have to prime that. Yeah. So I don't really want to do that yet because I'll just have to take them down. So I don't know. I think I'm I think I might just try and look for a really big trellis and trellis. Oh, them yeah. Up, and then I can move them around a little bit. You know what you could do is cut that bad boy up <laughs> and, make, and make a thousand bucks. <laughs> I know. I have had a lot of people be like, oh, and I'm like, I never really cut them. I usually only cut them if a piece breaks. Yeah. I, I don't cut them a lot and I don't know if I can. Yeah. Fair enough. Like, fair enough. I was thinking oh, to myself. Oh, that's like my old Hoya, like my 40 year old, like, no. Cause I was like, can I have a cut? No. And I think it's okay. Like if you have a plant that you could hack up and make a bunch of money off of, that's great. But if you don't want to, I think that's awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> Guess whose plant it is? Yours. Yeah, exactly. Do what you <laughs> Funny want with it. Funny how that works, right? <laughs> yeah. Do what you want with it. But yeah. you do kind of feel like people be like, cut that up. Or like, I'd take a clipping of that. And I kind of get it like a twinge of guilt. Cause I'm like, no, oh, I know you'd love it, but I don't really want to nope. cut it. You, no is a full sentence. It is. It, it is. really is. Yep. It is. And I say no, but it, I do have like inside guilt where I'm like, oh, I feel nope. kind of bad. Nope. None. I have lots of plant to share, but I don't want to share it. Because it's mine. Well, you know, that's a nice segue into our mini topic today. Strange things people assume about you when they find you collect plants. And I do think that you have a great point, Sue. People maybe expect you to share them. And you're talking about feeling a little bit of guilt not sharing. But that's not fair. That shouldn't be something they assume. No, it shouldn't be. It, I know it's just my personality type. But it is something that I think other plant people probably feel like, oh, yeah, I have a lot of that plant. So I'll, I guess I'll cut you a piece. And then you kind of cry inside when you cut a piece for somebody you don't have to you don't have to you can be like no I'm growing them out just like your hair right like it's just hair it grows but some people like short hair some people like long hair some people like it in between so assumption number one don't assume people will share with you <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think that's fair I think that's fair I think that's a fair thing what else have you run into when it comes to what people assume about you when they find out you collect plants Oh, I always like the statement somebody that finds out you collect plants is like, oh, you must like fresh air. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> well, and I'm like, in my mind, that's something that, you know, you say to somebody, oh, we made her snort again. Twice in a row. <laughs> I love that. Like, yeah. So <laughs> oh, you must like, that's something you just say to somebody who hikes in the wilderness or climbs like, you, you, you must love the fresh air out there. Like, don't we all? Yeah, yeah. right. It, yeah, I don't know. Or it someone who doesn't like, live inside a house. I, it's it, it smells like my house. I don't know. It it does not smell like a forest in there. I mean, I guess they are thinking beyond just looking at a plant. They're thinking of how well, it, you know, plants help with oxygen. Yeah. Okay, I get that. Yeah. 
That's but cute. It, it like always that. comes out weird. Yeah. It it is. It's, it's a weird statement to say to you. Like, oh, yeah. you it's like fresh air. It is a weird statement. I'm just thinking about that because if that's the first thing that's or one of the first things that's coming out of that, does that mean that it's an awkward topic? <laughs> I think it is. Like if somebody's never had plants, they're like, uh, what, what, um, uh, oh, hey, you must like fresh air. Like, I don't know. And they're just it's a maybe weird thing. being polite. I, I think so. Guess. Keep me from having gills. So that's good. <laughs> I, like I'd say something really sarcastic because that's what yeah. I do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it, some of the things I don't, well, I don't think people know what to talk about. My other favorite one is, are you a hippie? Yes. Oh, yes. Um, I, well, I, okay. Um, you know what though? So they're going zero to like plant goddess. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And like, I guess, you know, let, let's be realistic here. I probably am a bit of a hippie. I grow trees. Like, I was just going to say, like, it, it, I'm not offended when people say that. I do. I kind of go like, oh, like, but are, they, are they using that word? Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Like, I, I legitimately get asked that. And I'm like, you know, I if you're going to call me anything, I'm happy to be that. <laughs> That's true. I just don't know what their idea of a hippie is. Like, I don't care. Like, is it with the 60s peace bell bottom? Like, you know, free love, free free love and and all peace symbols. Or is it like flower, you know, ring in your hair, wearing a dress, frolicking in the in the fields kind of hippie? Because that's the kind of hippie I am. Like, I'll be honest, I'm cool either way. Yeah. I mean, I'm I don't hate the other kind either it's just I, such an old word like, right yeah. <laughs> but i call myself like i always say oh that gets my hippie heart so Fair i enough. am i am a little bit of a hippie and i'm okay with that and, and i'm going to assume that you know for listeners around the world that word is going to have a different meaning for you i think so potentially. I, 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 think so. I i think it's like common plant names right everything's a little different you know depending on where you are yeah completely i completely yeah. agree with that yeah what about um, you chris do you have any assumptions? One thing that I find that happens is when I go to somebody's house who I am purchasing a plant from, it's really funny because you can look in the windows and I always think like, oh, I hope this is the right house. Like I found the right address and everything was right. Then you look up and you see all of the plants in the windows. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I always forget that I'm going to somebody's house who has a lot of plants. <laughs> so yeah, I just, that's not necessarily an assumption, but it's just something that I forget that I'm walking into. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, that happens to me regularly in Wembley because I, I sell like whenever I sell cuttings or anything like that. And people, I live in a small town. There's like 1500 of us. There's, it's tiny, but they're like, Oh, you're the plant house. I'm like, Oh God. I have, a, so I have a reputation in town as the plant house. <laughs> That's a, yeah. You know, it's better than the drug house, I guess. I, it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. It, same thing. Just different substance. <laughs> <laughs> well, and sometimes you go by, I'm going to call it a plant house now because that's the official name. I've just decided. Yeah. It, where yeah. You, you drive by and people have grow lights on at night and you can see their houses from space. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, and I'm not judging. I just... Not at I all. tend to look in people's windows when I'm driving at night oh. through town. I, I'm a creep that way. 
but I do. I'm like, oh, they got grow lights. Oh, look at the plants there. I wonder who that is on the plant group. Do I know that person? Can I pinpoint them? <laughs> I always ask myself those kinds of questions when I go. And I know when people would come to my house to pick up plants, if they bought a plant for me, they'd always say like my house in town, because I had the one window right beside the door that I had my plant room in. They'd always be like, oh, I love your plant room, even though they didn't get a chance to come in and see it. But they would say, oh, I love your plant room. And one thing I think that an assumption that happens a lot is when you say you have plants or you collect plants or you're a plant lover, I think people just assume that you have the most amazing plants. And I think they assume you're just picking up randos from the grocery store. I don't think that people understand how deep this hobby goes. Yeah, but even even other plant lovers, like they'll be like, oh, I love this plant and I want to get this. I think they just assume that your plants look like like a goddess's plants. Fair and enough. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> oh, my I husband. I some sad plants. Like, oh, I, yeah. I got plant. I got a uh, Chinese coin plant, the Pili. Pili? Palia? Palia plant. And it, it's like a stick and five. Well, because a lot of them fell oh, off I, of them during the move. But I mean, it's a stick with five little things I on it. I killed one of those. Yeah. I, I, my husband had no idea how deep the rabbit hole went until he met me. He's like, you guys are crazy. I'm like, yeah. This is cutthroat. Like, you know, somebody says that they are, you know, having a restock at this day. Like, people are breaking into cold sweats on websites trying to refresh enough. That's totally true. And so somebody who doesn't understand that genuinely has no idea. Oh, he was no. absolutely flabbergasted at the Millsbow cabinet, like the Ikea greenhouse cabinet thing. I'm like, yeah. they are very popular. He's like, what do you mean? Yeah. I'm like... Take this year's best motorcycle, make one of them, and price it at $2,000. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. Oh, man. Cheap, amazing, and very limited. He's I'm like, oh. I'm like, yeah. Huh? I'm still trying to get one of those things. I, we got short ones, but we're, I, we're working on getting the tall ones. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, difficult. I, well. My husband bought a curio today. We needed a bookshelf and it, it's ridiculously hard to find a bookshelf that isn't covered with like paper stuff that looks like wood. We wanted like a real wood nice. wood shelf. So we ended up buying a curio and it's all wood and it's beautiful. And my husband like right away, he looked at me and he's like, you're not allowed to put plants in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, just one. <laughs> he's like, no, that's a fair statement. Um, Yeah. Cause it's going to be, we're going to have books in a curio. And to me, my brain's just going, but that's a waste of a curio. Um, but it is, it is really wooden. It's nice. And it's, it'll do, it'll do for books. <laughs> I'll just have to hopefully get the mills bill soon. Right. We're mm -hmm. working on it. We're working. You know what? Honestly, I'm in a position now where on most days, if I see that text come through, I can get in a car and go. Yeah. Yeah. So Fingers crossed it's good timing. Yeah, well, it is just like, drive, yeah. drive. And <laughs> because I only work two days a week, I mean, there's a good chance I could go with you if you want uh, company. Yeah, no, we're going together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just going to give you guys my order and uh, go back to check and grow. And hope for the yeah. best. <laughs> I uh, One thing I do think that people assume is, depending on the equipment that you're getting. So I did get, I mentioned it last week, but the grow tent or like the um, reflective so you grow tent. Pot? Yeah, totally. So even Richard was like, <laughs> well, are you going to grow some pot? And I'm like, well, first of all, that's legal here. So if I want to, I can. I don't have any. I don't want to because I feel like I would be way too much of an overachiever about it. And if I didn't get like a big crop or like the best flower, then I would just be like, I hate that. And then I would kill the whole thing and it would be bad. Fair enough. But 
I do think that people, um, depending on what you buy, do assume that you are growing pot. And it's actually funny. I was ordered when I was ordering this grow tent, I was looking at the reviews for it. And one of the, <laughs> I laughed so hard at the review. It's somewhere down in the, in the U S I think where cannabis isn't legal yet. And one of the reviews said like, it says right on the box grow tent. Like anybody could have seen that. And I was like, dude, just tell them you're growing peppers. Like what? And now, to be clear, I am legit growing peppers, but you don't, you can, you can grow a lot of things in a grow tent. It doesn't have to be. Oh, cannabis. exactly. Yeah. And, or you go to a hydroponic store. Everyone's like, I seen you go to the hydroponic store. And you're like, yeah, I get stuff for my plants in there. <laughs> and then right away, they're just like, it's pot plants. And Who cares? Yeah. Cause I had a grow tent long before they were popular because we did grow a pot plant. And it just, like you said, it, they are a lot of work yeah. to get it to, to be the best. And I, it's just too finicky for me, but we, we did our best and it was good, but I won't do it again. It's funny because I've been working in greenhouses since the 90s. And it is a guarantee every summer somebody walks in and goes, so do you grow the pot plants out back? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. They, we do. Um, so you go to the satellites and you walk <laughs> out right into the middle of the intersection and if you stand there long enough they'll show up (laughs) oh wow it's so funny too because i've had those comments we bought the place and it has a greenhouse which i'm so excited to use and everybody that comes and has seen our place is like so you're gonna grow pot in there like no 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 i could i'm gonna grow tomatoes gonna grow tomatoes and peppers and right like everyone's like salsa and they say Mm. it like it's almost still taboo right like oh you're gonna yeah. grow pot in there guess what i can grow all the pot i want well not really but no we we have laws about that but... i think we can grow all the four plants we want <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know it's yeah it's just i do find that that does happen once in a while yeah, yeah. my husband did it to me and i'm like dude no just, just go to the store and get it if you want some yeah yeah like, right like it's like I... way easier yeah way easier <laughs> it's like saying you have to grow a cow out back because you want a steak right yeah. like no just go to the grocery store oh i want a steak now <laughs> I, I think that there are things that people don't assume and one of those things is the price of extremely rare plants thank people, god i don't think people realize that there are rare plants like if you're not a rare if you're not a plant collector you don't realize that there's rare plants like you could be like look at my you know um monstera elbow and they'll be like what yeah yeah cool i've seen that in a movie once <laughs> you know what though I, I i will be honest i kind of miss the days of being able to like go in a grocery store and an expensive plant was 1999 uh. and i'm like oh, wow that's and really pretty labeled probably had bugs oh yeah but like i didn't know any better and it was glorious right yes yeah but i also miss when they would like mislabel plants and you'd just be out and it, it was kind of before like the last year plants have gone crazy. Like our, our little personal group went from like a 1500 people to four or 5,000 people. Yeah. We doubled in size. Absolutely. And I remember going into stores and being like, Oh, they had this marked as, you know, this, but it something plain or it just said tropical plant, but it's like a Hoya or something that you couldn't get in the stores. It would be kind of mislabeled that way. And I haven't noticed that forever now. I saw somebody post, I think it was in the Edmonton plant group. Uh, one of the plant stores there had the dragon scale. Yes, I seen that. And they were priced at 190 bucks. And yep. I was like, well, that's actually kind of what you would expect the price to be. But 
it's kind of disappointing in a way to see them price that high in plant stores because I don't want that. <laughs> no, no, if I'm paying an exorbitant amount for a plant, I I need to have spent four days down a Google rabbit hole, you know, doing Google Translate so that I can email somebody in a country I've likely never heard of. And like, I I need the thrill of the hunt that way. Yeah, it's all kind of disappointing because they're like, we have a hundred, hundred and nine dollar plants right here. And it loses the. It drops in value in my world. Like, yes. If there's one. OK. But like you, I can see a bench back in your back greenhouse full of them. Like, yeah, I totally would have bought one. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> you know, and that's totally OK. Oh, and I think that's OK. I just think it loses like a little. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think a lot of people just assume if they're not planty people then they just assume that you're just buying that clonch. Did we ever find that out? Clonche? Cloncho? I say Cloncho. It's Calancoe. Calancoe? Yeah. The Calancoe. Right. Calancoe's fine. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I call it a Cloncho. <laughs> Plant let from me, the dollar store. Let me get the, the guy out here. Oh, you're, you're, you're going for the Google voice? Yes, because we have already discussed this. <laughs> I know, but I know. we never did come to a conclusion. Now, in my defense, that was the day that you my mic gone. was possessed and I wasn't here because you guys were talking oh, succulents. Yeah. It yeah. fell out of the thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, fell, ready? it flung. Ready, here we go. Kalenkoe. Kalenkoe. Okay. Kalenkoe. So the Kalenkoe that you're just that, the, grabbing from okay, the Okay, that sister. sounds like the Kardashians to me. Kalenkoe. Yeah. Or a person. Welcome, Cal and Coey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or two people. And I now announce the I new married couple, husband and Cal wife. and Chloe. Oh, <laughs> Cal and Chloe. My cow named Chloe. Okay, we no. Okay, now, yeah. right, now that's, there's, okay, we found the rabbit hole. <laughs> that's another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I hope someone's starting all these spinoff podcasts that we talk about. Uh, yeah, yeah, me too. I want to. Yeah. I want to listen to some of them. I wish we had the time to do some more. <laughs> no. I also think that there's a lot of people that assume that plant people are nerdy. I mean, they might be assuming right, but they they oh, dude, I'm totally they nerdy. do it nerdy like they think nerdy like like in a bad way, not a not a good way. Like I like I like nerdy. Yeah, I like I I'm I'm full on nerd. I don't like, give two craps what people think about me. So no, yeah, like, it's actually none of your business what people think about exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I do think a lot of people just kind of assume that you're just this like, like, like they just assume that like, you're just a botanist geek. <laughs> I think that people don't assume that when they walk for the for the folks who have massive collections, I think that people have no idea what to expect when they walk in they might think like oh yeah you have a couple of you know shelves of plants and then you walk into someone's house who has like a literal jungle and it's kind of like whoa you are serious business and like even in the facebook group people doing their uh videos and live feeds yeah into their the plant group, tours yep i every i am in awe every single time like i have a few plants i don't have as many as these folks um, and yeah, every time I'm just like, wow, you are a serious business about this. I, I need to like, you know how roller coasters have that camera that catches your face at like the opportune yeah. time. Yeah. I need one of those inside my office door. So when I like open the door to like my domain, I need a picture of people's faces because they just like they're they're absolutely flabbergasted. And I'm like, touch nothing. <laughs> I will frisk you. 
Okay, but why are we not one of these people? I, I'm so confused. You never come to my house. You never ask me to come to your house. You don't need an invite. I do. What if you're not there? Well, then go see Olivia next door. <laughs> <laughs> or just keep going a little further and come see me. Yeah. Fair if, enough. If I'm not at home, I'm at work. Either way, you get plants. True. I mean, I just need to get your finger and your eyeball and then we're good. Yeah, and a DNA sample and... Uh, <laughs> oh, you got an upgrade. I did get an upgrade. You guys are vultures. <laughs> it's true. Uh, okay, I think that those are really good assumptions or non-assumptions about plant folks. That was actually a really fun topic. Yeah, it was kind of bigger than I thought it would be. <laughs> and, and I think... I think our next topic is really interesting as well. Plant things we used to do or... What did you feel was important related to plants and plant care when you first started out that you are totally over now? So what did you do, but you don't do it anymore because it became less important or you just realized you didn't have to? Uh, repotting everything when I got it home. Like that was like, I'm like, ooh, got a new plant, putting it in a nice big pot because I'm never going to have to read like, <laughs> yeah, nope. Nope. And of course, we know the pitfalls of that. First of all, it should acclimatize to your home. Absolutely. Second of all, the pot should not be too big. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I like to learn things the hard way. Well, why Don't not? We all? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> you say hard way, I say fun way, whatever. Yeah. I sometimes have to learn things over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember when I was collecting succulents and... I stumbled across, and I don't think I knew you guys yet. I think this was way before then. And I stumbled across a, some reading I was doing, and it was like about propagation. And so I started, I was like, whoa, you can take like one of these leaves and make other plants out of it. That's so cool. So I read about it and I read about it and I read about it because that's, I just tend to do that. And finally I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to try it. I'm just going to see what happens. So I, t <laughs> so I mean, now I would just take a leaf and be like, okay, I'm going to set it on this dirt and see what happens. But before it was like in a paper towel, in the windowsill. And it was very like, I check it every 10 minutes and where are these <laughs> roots? And, and I, I'm going to make this perfect. Uh, it's going to yeah. be like, and you know what? They didn't, they didn't grow. <laughs> yeah. So once you, once I was like, okay, well that didn't work. So then I just started taking like the saucers or whatever and throwing some growing medium in there a little bit of dampness and throw them in there and leave them and then they grew and it was fine yeah but I was so particular about it and based on the reading that I was doing that I way overthought it honestly so now I just try not to overthink things anymore I guess yeah oh yeah, yeah. I used to just grow plants and was like oh well I must have watered you too much or oh I never read about them I until I was like in a plant group. I never read about them. I just kind of listened to the plant. And then I started reading and getting all technical with my plants and I had bad luck and I just had to go back to, to just doing it my way. And I mean, I still read about things, don't get me wrong, but I'm not so particular. I was before um, when I first started getting into plant groups because I felt so, what's a word for it? Below. Obligated? No, I just felt below everybody. Like, I was like, oh, you just researched that and watched this video on that? I grew mine this way. I can't must be doing it wrong. Like, I just felt so less superior, I guess, in a sense. Um, and I 
just had to go back to like, I read and I get to know things, but I don't necessarily do what I read. Does that make sense? Yeah, you can use your instincts at some point. I mean, and obviously you can't just open your eyes one day and be like, I'm going to just see what happens if I grow these plants without doing any kind of research. But for sure, over time, you just realize like what you did do isn't what you have to do because maybe it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Well, and like uh, my thing, like when I first got into plants, even when I first started working into the in the greenhouses, I'm like, that one broke. It needs to be propagated. I need to propagate everything that broke. I, you know, if I trim my plants, like I've, I've got to keep that, you know, oh, this leaf fell off my succulent. I'm going to propagate that too. Now I'm like, grab the garbage bin, like done, gone. <laughs> yeah. That is a great point because it does, I can see it being a guilt point where you're like, I could do more with this, but we eventually learn over time what the value is of what we're doing with our time right so is it worth it to take that extra step and do these things or not and you learn that as you go exactly i i remember distinctly i had this like eight mile long single strand you know sickly pale wandering jew and it was horrendous so i you know i i cut it back and i'm you know, trying to root all these cuttings because, you know, I, I, I got to make this pretty and, you know, I, I, I should be able to do something with this plant. And now I'm like, you know what, buddy, you're not cutting the mustard. There's the trash bin. Oh, that's a really good point. So even getting to the point where you can say goodbye because oh yeah, holding on to it is something you maybe feel obligated to do. It's alive, right? You got to hold on to it. You you should be able to do better for this thing, right? No, no, not anymore. <laughs> I love it. I, and I'm with you on that. Like, I know I have a couple of plants upstairs I have to throw away. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. But I don't necessarily feel guilt about it because um, it, it just kind of is what it is. And it's I should have done a better job, I guess, if I really wanted to. Why? Did you learn something from them? No, I just was lazy. Well, it sounds like you figured something out. <laughs> You're from right. Them. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, then. I don't feel any guilt about that. No, not at all. I don't throw some of my plants away when they're dead and I should throw them away or when they're dying, I should throw them away. Like when I know it's the point of no return. And I don't do it out of guilt. I do it out of kind of sheer laziness. It's like, oh, I don't want to throw you out. Oh, yeah. Like lazy comes into that and a little bit of spite. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like to tell all my other plants, look at look at Joe over there. He's he's brown and wilted. This is what happens when you don't follow the rules. And I know it's really, really hard to know what the rules are because I watered you like clockwork. Now all of a sudden I didn't, but just go with it. Just buddy. go with it. Just go with the flow. You know, I think that's a good point because as you ladies know, I was never a fertilizer uh, ever. And I... I'm turning over a new leaf this this yeah. year. Oh, the pun intended. Um, that's so terrible. I apologize for that. <laughs> but I, I guess what I'm totally over now is not being as responsible as I want to be. So I guess what I'm saying is I want to change those habits and I want to start fertilizing and seeing how that changes things. And I'm actually taking more care as to the plants that I bring into my home now. So if it's something that I think I'm not going to be able to maintain, I just don't bring it home anymore. And I'm I'm realizing that I'm preferring 
the quality over the quantity every mm-hmm. single time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I, I used to be that person that couldn't, like, if I walked into the grocery store, if I didn't have it, yeah. it was coming home. Oh, yeah. That Absolutely. was a guarantee. But now I'm like, mm, had it, didn't love it, got rid of it. Like, I, I, I don't. Coffee plants. I love coffee plants. I think they are beautiful. They are fickle. They, they require are jerks. They are. And they require a ridiculous amount of humidity. So I, you know, my my poor husband, every time we walk into a grocery store with plants, I'm like, I want to look at the plants. I do that still. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I then go, I criticize them as no, they walk by. <laughs> I, I don't even, I go over, I enjoy a few of them. I'm like, this pilea is gorgeous. This coffee plant, look how shiny the leaves are. I absolutely love it. Excellent. There you go. And Cole's like, are we getting, I'm like, no, no, I'm good now. I usually walk by and I'm like, you're pretty in the store, but wait till someone takes you home. <laughs> that, that's kind of how true. I criticize them. <laughs> like, oh, coffee plant. Someone's going to pick you up. They're going to take you home. And then they're going to be upset. There are plants I'll never bring home. And I already know. And I know I see a lot of plants online um, like begonia. Is it begonias? No. Yeah. Begonias yeah, are big like the, right now. The swirly leaves. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, also coffee plant I would never bring home. A polka dot plant I would never bring home. Essentially, if it's like one of those thin leaves. The thin leaves. Yeah. yeah. Never yeah. ever. Nerve plant. Totally. I, I just won't because I already know that A, I don't really enjoy them and B, they will be finicky and I will kill it. No question. Yeah. I used to have a thing about ivies. I love English ivy. It is hedrahelix. It is beautiful. And when it's happy, it's amazing. And I, I always used to bring them home and guaranteed every time they got spider mites. I was just going to say every time I see ivy, like the German ivy or the um the variegated with the bigger kind yeah. of gets the bigger leaves. I love them. My mother in law had a huge, beautiful one. And I love it, but I can't see past spider mites when I look at an ivy. And people that have ivy, I'm always like, Oh, look how good that looks. But I can't I can't bring myself to enjoy it at home because I just think spider mites. If so, if you go to somebody's house and they have an ivy, you almost have to like strip your clothes off before you go in the house. Yeah, I, I, it's like happened. radiation. It has happened. Yeah, like I'm just like, uh. like they almost give me the heebie-jeebies. I think it looks beautiful, but if I was in the vicinity of like a huge, beautiful, stunning one, I would have a little bit of the heebie-jeebies because I would be pretty sure that they would get caught in my hair or something. I just don't want them on my plants. And you know, one thing that I have gotten over though, extending on that is if I see a bug, I don't freaking freak out anymore i'm just like oh which is awesome i'm gonna just yeah. deal with that now yeah and it's not that i was like necessarily grossed out by them although i don't think anyone loves bugs and i and i know we talked about bugs before a big bug i don't really want it on me but if it's a little bug it's fine um i just think okay well i guess i have to treat this now and yeah i go think forward. when you first start out like i think bugs when you first start oh god the thought of it is so overwhelming and they're going to happen. You're oh, going to yeah. get them. And it depends on what bugs, right? Like, There's some bugs I'd rather have than others, to be honest. I had thrips this past summer, fall time. Oh, thrips. I don't want those. I've had mealy bugs. They're not so bad. No, mealy's not yeah. bad. Spider it, mite's not terrible either. I think it also depends on what it's on. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. Because I had you... to get rid of cactus because of oh, mealy. Oh, yeah. And yeah. if you have mealy on like a compacta... Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's hard, right? That's hard. Yeah, I always do bug math. I and it's terrible to say. I'm like, okay, how much do I love this plant? Yep. 
can I replace this plant? Does this plant have sentimental value to it? Is it hard to find? Anything like that? If it's sentimental, if I can't replace it, okay, all right, then I'm treating it. If it's, you know, something that I can walk out to a grocery store and get a new one of, she gone. Yep, fair enough. And then it depends on what it's beside, too. You have to, oh, like, exactly. Uh... I've done that before, though. I've gotten rid of something because it had pests on it. And I was like, I'm trashing you because I can get you again. And all of a sudden, I can't find it anywhere. And then it becomes a hot plant. And everybody's like, <laughs> oh, I want this one. Uh, and then you're like, I paid $12 at a grocery store for that. And I threw it out because it had bugs. And now I have to pay 150 if I want it. <laughs> or you don't order the caramel marble when it's $60, and then later on oh, you regret it deeply. I still kick ourselves for that. Speaking of pests, did you ever win the spider mite battle on the croton? No. Because, actually, yes, I, I won the spider mite battle, okay. but I did not win the battle with Frost, because remember he was outside? Oh, yeah. And then we had a frosty night, and then it was just a stick, and then I was like, well, I died. <laughs> and I threw it out. Bye. So that's the story of the croton. It might have, if I brought it in, maybe the stem would have, like the roots would have been able to push up a new stem or something. But who has time for that with a croton? Fair enough. Jeff was pretty proud of that croton when he I picked know. it up. I, I, I've already thought to myself, okay, once we're like arranged in our house because I have room, I'm going to get him a croton and he can have it in his special place. Aw, special croton place. That's nice. Yeah. Where Does that special place have windows? Yes. Okay. We have like 30 some windows in our house. Yeah. Have fun with that. I ain't coming over for <laughs> spring cleaning. <laughs> no kidding. Um, I mean, they're pretty plants. They are. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're pretty. They're colorful. I just, they're another one that I can't see past pests. But, you know, that is something that you, I think you do get over um, compared to when you're starting out collecting plants is you do put a little bit more care into okay, what are some possible problems with this plant? So instead of looking at it being like, oh, it's so pretty or it's so big or it's so this or it's so that, it's more like, okay, I know you and I know what heartache you're going to bring me if I'm not yeah. careful. Yeah. I noticed too, I, I change how I pick my plants. Like before, I was like, this one looks great in the fullest and I took it home. Now I'm like looking under the leaves, looking in the stem, feeling the soil. Have you ever brought a plant home and it's like in hard soil yeah cement soil i don't know I, I always think that plant just got the like scoops of the laugh like everyone scraped everything that was left in i've been at that greenhouse doing that yeah it does happen not yeah. gonna lie because it's all hard and so i check things out i look at the bottom to see if roots are coming out because i do pr appreciate when i go to a plant store and roots are certain if i can see the roots through the bottom and i've had it before where i've bought a plant and it had no roots <laughs> That you know what, and that That's was asshole move right there. Yeah, it it like, totally <laughs> is. Yeah, it is. And, and that was the thing. Like you know, when I first started out with plants, I'm like, oh, the roots are poking out the bottom. I need to repot. Now I'm like, meh. I'll get to you. I'll, I'll wait I, till you decide to stand up out of that pot. I got yeah. some upstairs that have roots coming out. I'm like, eh. it excites me when roots come out the bottom. Like moving, I took all my plants that were just set because a lot of them were in grower pots in ceramic pots. And so I took the, all the ceramic pots, wrapped them up and put them in the grower pots because it was nice and easy to, to compact them into the little fridge box things I used. And um, I had a lot that had roots coming out the bottom, but 
but I had one, my macrophilia. It was actually awesome because when I pulled it out, it had a little bit of water at the bottom. And so I had this like huge root system, this one little root come out a hole. And then it had a huge root system that sat in that water. And I don't know how long that water was there because usually I water until like I don't hear the water hit the bottom because there was a gap. So I, I water until I think I'm about to hear it. And then I, I wait and listen. Then I'm like, okay, that's good. <laughs> so yeah, it was kind of cool. I love, I like seeing roots come out the bottom. See, I have a sense of area at home right now that uh, the grower pot that I put it in was um, slightly too well made because normally they just bust through the grower pots, right? Yeah. And you're just like, okay, I guess it's time to repot you. So this little, my, my sense of area, Cleopatra, she has now, because she's trying to, you know, put out plantlets. So she's now got two legs and is standing up four inches outside of her pot. Yeah, that's I when I'd that. be like, okay. Yeah, every time I water her, a little bit more soil goes back into the pot. And I'm just like, oh, look at your bare roots there. I should probably repot you one of these days. Yeah. I had my Siri was like that. And it had like, it looked like an appendage on the side of like a human body part on the side of the pot. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. brought it home and I'm like, okay, I'm going to repot you because you're busting out of there. And I didn't for like a month. And then it did. It split. Yeah, no, Cleopatra's been like that for a while. So I, eventually I just lifted it out of the pot and put one of them, like one of her legs outside. So now it looks like she's got a giant dick. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like, wow. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, still, barrier barrier roots are freaky. I don't yeah. know why they freak me out, though. Still not repotting it, though. I'm just like, mm, I'll get to you. <laughs> you think they're freaky? Yeah, I do. Because oh. I... And so roots that are very big or that have like um, well, tuber yeah, bumps. Yeah, they're kind of scaly. Oh, yeah, I yeah. know. I'm like. Oh, I, I so just licked just... my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like me with hairy plants. So, all right. So I'm just going to get an asparagus fern to chase you around with because their roots are. Their like, roots are weird. Yeah, I am like... not a fan of those. My um, friend had one in her office. It was huge. And I guess it was kind of cool. But that is also one that I know I would kill immediately. They, and they get thorns when they get big. Ew. They do. Uh, they, they, like, my mom pokey. has a big one. Yeah. Yeah. But like they've got like the tubery roots and that. So. Oh, thank you. Looks <laughs> See, like, I think it's... air roots kind of creep me out. Like I had the the vining split leaf and or no, I, I still have it. I just have only have a clipping of it. And it get it had air roots when I got it. It was so, so many. Like they were as long as the plant. And that grossed me out. I was like, I don't like looking at you. Then why did you buy it? I traded a lady for it because she, I had a Boston fern that I was killing really quickly. So I don't a lot of times when I have a plant that's looking sad and when it's like still savable, if it's looking sad, I'll be like, well, you're going to, I'm going to sell, I'm going to trade you or something. So a lady was like, I want your Boston fern. I have this. And I was like, sure. And then when she brought it over, I was like, oh my God, that's a lot of air roots. So I repotted it and I wrapped the air roots so I couldn't see them because they just they're not pleasant looking you can cut them off can't you oh yeah i think absolutely. you can so i have a philodendron regosum aberrant apparent aberrant form upstairs and it has air roots like nobody's business it oh, is no. like it is trying to like find something so i do want to put it on a moss pole because i love that plant that plant i find uh when i read about it online some people are like ew it's so ugly i think it's super cool and i is that the big one in your living room no that's a Congo, I think. Oh, okay. It's in my bathroom and it has, it's so hard to explain. So the leaf is probably, I don't know, anywhere from like six inches long, let's say. And at the, st where it meets the stem, it is roughly. 
Oh, neat. Yeah. yeah. So it's super cool. I really like it a lot. I've never seen anybody else have one that I know of. Um, and I got it years ago before I even started becoming a serious plant collector. And yeah, it's just it's super rad and I just enjoy it very much. But it nice. does have a lot of those aerial roots reaching out for something. They remind me of a Hogwart. Like the Hogwart weed. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what they kind of remind me of. Yeah. I I like I like aerial roots. Um, but that's just my thing. I think it's like I'm happy. I think it is. They're just not pleasant to look at. Like they're just kind of ugly oh see they don't bother me hmm. yeah they don't yeah. bother me at all i, I don't know it's a weird me. thing they'll bother you if they poke you in the eye well then i'm probably doing something i shouldn't <laughs> be with my plant and that takes us back to plant hub <laughs> <laughs> oh boy plant hub uh what else did you used to do that you don't do now oh i used to think i needed to water my plant all the time like i'd touch the soil and be like oh you're dry over love over love. Over love. I think a lot of people, when they first get into plants, they feel like they need to water it, water it, water it, water Because they want to take care of their baby and they're very happy about their plant and they just want to water it. And I think a lot of people, when they first start getting into plants, overwater a lot of plants. I, when I first started with plants, I was like, fertilizer. They all need fertilizer all the time. And then somebody that I, you know, I knew was like, no, you absolutely do not fertilize in the winter. And it was like, you know, and they're like quarter strength and this and that. And they, they gave me all these like, you know, mandate instructions to follow fertilizing. And that and I was like, oh, my God, this is huge. Like, oh, overwhelming. How, how do I even do this? Yeah. And like I'm counting out grains of fertilizer because I'm going to kill my plant. And holy. Yeah. Oh, it was a, it was a thing. Now I'm like. I don't care what time of year it is. I don't care what yeah. kind of fertilizer it is. I'm just like, eh, whatever. You know, if I remember to fertilize, I fertilize that watering. If I don't remember, oh, well. I'm going to try every two weeks with this yeah. soil enhancer stuff. Are you using your, your app to remind you to fertilize? <sighs> no. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I feel like there's a podcast episode about that somewhere. Oh, yeah. Let's just throw me under the... Okay. Did you see the episode. bus coming? Let's call them have an episode called Throw Chris Under the Bus. <laughs> yeah, I'll fight you. <laughs> you would win, too. I You're fertil- faster than I am. I fertilize almost every time I water with just a little tiny bit of fertilizer. And now I'm switching my fertilizers. I didn't for a little while because we had people like showings and stuff like that at our house and I didn't want it to smell. But now I'm switching them each time, too, because... There is a plant guru out there who's too shy to come on here, but she, that's what she does. So I was like, I'm getting yeah, the same stuff. Yeah, her prerequisite for fertilizer is something that smells bad. Yep. Yeah. And so I did it. And once I knew my house was sold, I'm like, okay, plants, time to go. And they've, I think so far they've been doing great, but you just weaken it. And I think it's still probably good that you give them a flush every once in a while. It's always good to flush, you know, every once in a while if you're fertilizing. I actually screwed myself up. I think it was last summer or the summer before that. I hadn't fertilized in a while. I This time of year, I'm ridiculously busy at work. And then I actually had two days off in a row. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be so nice to my plants and I'm going to fertilize everything. And I went through and they, they got fertilizer, a few waterings in a row. And I was all proud of myself. And then they started to grow. <laughs> imagine this, 
this time of year, you know, all of our stuff speeds up anyways, right? Yeah. So you get exponential growth even if you're not fertilizing. And then you throw like food on top of that. And it was... You mean steroids. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and it was May and I was like, oh my God, I have to repot everything. I was like, what have I done? How did this happen? I'm like, oh yeah, I fertilized. Remember that time six weeks ago you thought you were going to be clever and fertilize everything yeah i'm pumped for that because I, like i said i just started fertilizing my plants yeah oh yeah it's exciting and i mean is it still considered fertilizer the stuff we're using what is it called again mark uh, uh marfil yeah yeah it's it's a soil enhancer um can you use that with fertilizer or instead of fertilizer yeah you know and it's fertilizer is a broad term you know, it could be, you could consider throwing eggshells on top of your plant to uh, as fertilizer. Fertilizer is something that is giving your plant nutrients. You know, whether that is seaweed, uh, whether that is fish fertilizer, whether it is Miracle Grow. You know, sure. Bloom Enhancer. It's yeah. it. You know, if you're making banana peel tea, technically that's that's a fertilizer. So do what you want to do. I, you know what? I actually got another fertilizer for the peppers and for tomatoes. It's I really called, love the name of it. Yeah, right. It's called Big Ass Tomatoes. Uh, and I made it gotten lucky because it's not available anymore. So yeah, we'll see. What's the there's numbers a, on there's that? There's a big ass guarantee. And I, you see? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right, all right. Right on the bag. Yeah. Big ass guarantee. That's important. Um, and I can get the numbers. Uh, you know what? Here you go. Because oh, you you're just going to hand that over to me. Well, there's and make a lot me of numbers it, right? in there, so I'm not sure which ones are important. Man, your phone's heavy. It's because it's a monster. Yeah, it. Oh, crap. I touched a um, button. She can't, you can't even use an iPhone, can no, you? No, I can't. I don't okay. speak fruit. Stop, stop touching stuff. I just <laughs> Sorry, I just needed to compare sizes here. <laughs> See whose was bigger. Yours is bigger. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, it is bigger. Look, yours is bigger. I just am noticing a, a very phallic theme over the last two episodes. I'm just going to point that out. I'm overtired. Leave me alone. <laughs> and we've missed each other and you guys. So we're kind of giddy. All right. NPK 91.57. Oh, lots of calcium in there. That should be good for uh, warding off blossom and rot. Yes, I was reading about that. Yeah, uh, that is lack of calcium or accessible calcium. Weird things you find. Okay, now can I slide this over to the? Yes. Like, okay. You should be able so, to. So I don't touch it and slide. Just and slide. Yeah, just like just, any just other one time. All right. <laughs> I don't speak fruit. <laughs> Z- okay, micro macro. All right. Yeah, there's, there's like lots of stuff in there. Oh, there's kelp in there too. Copper. I think it's popular. I think this will be. I would a, like to try it. I think this will be a very good tomato fertilizer. Nice and peppers too. Hey. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Because that, I might that's have to exact, get me some of that. My, for my goal. My goal. Yeah. Totally. I can give you some. My goal is to make a maize ball salsa. I will help you with that. Yes. I love salsa. And it doesn't have to be canned. Although I do want to do some canned salsa. Yes. Because I know, I, like, you have to think about, like, acid. And, absolutely. Canning, and yeah. I always worry when I make try something new when I'm canning. Yeah. I'm like, who do I want to try this on? Like, who don't I like? <laughs> and I definitely yeah. want to, but I do want to do, like, fresh salsas once in a while. Just be like, yeah. hey, here's a pepper and an onion and, and a I tomato. Love, and, I love making fresh salsa. Yeah. Like, whip salsa it is the best condiment out there. You can't beat it. It's good on eggs. It's good on chips. 
I, you it, know what? I'm going to say hot sauce. No, I don't mm, like hot sauce. I like salsa. Yeah. I, I like gonna, chunky salsa. No, I'm going to say hot sauce beats salsa. No. I'm with you on Not that. My it's world. so easy. It's just like, blah, 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 and you're done. Yeah. That's the technical term. You know, blah, blah. I, I think, uh, and chimichurri. I, I like making fresh chimichurri. What's with like, in that? All the herbs and garlic you can possibly stuff in the blender and olive oil. Oh, okay. It's so good. It's kind of like pesto, but with different things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I have an announcement. Okay. It's an hour. Is it really? So if you have any last thoughts about what you used to do, but you don't do anymore with plants, ladies, because I feel like there's some gutter mines happening here. I'm overtired. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Any final words? I say just do you. I said no gutter talk. That's that's exactly what I was thinking. But then Chris told me I wasn't allowed to be a gutter mouth. (laughs) Uh, yeah, like seriously, uh, do what works for you with plants. Like, don't feel bad about throwing stuff out. Don't feel bad about cutting stuff off. Don't feel bad about sharing or not sharing or whatever the heck it is that you want to do with your plants. Or changing how you do things. Don't. Oh, exactly. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you learn. Yeah. Do you. And live and learn. Oh, and we're back to plant hub. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like that might be the theme is you do you. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I like and it. And don't assume weird things about people when you find out they're into plants. Yeah, right. I I'm mean, curious as to kinda... what other people have had, though. That is a good question. I mean, if you guys have had um, some weird pe- stuff happen to you that people make are making... Okay, I'm really butchering that. If there are some weird assumptions people have made about you <laughs> because you are, are a plant collector, just let us know because we're interested to hear that yeah i want to know what i what assumptions you've had that sort of stuff you. like really interests me i i find it interesting i'm like right? what? really somebody said what okay that's weird right yeah people, people are weird i like hearing about the weirdness yeah so do i so tell I us like it because i am weird but <laughs> right okay you can tell us about your weirdness and other people's weirdness uh online we are on facebook facebook.com slash fancy plans podcast and Instagram at Fancy Plants Podcast. You can email us social at fancyplantspodcast.com. Um, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week when we're talking plants. Bye. Bye. Come on, sugar mama. Get your green Fancy plans, oh yeah.